Hello and welcome to episode number 78 of the Ride With Me podcast. You are listening with your host, Mufuz Chowdhury. I hope that you're having an incredible Friday and a great start to an epic weekend. And listeners, I'm just going to cut to the chase. We're going to break the fourth wall yet again. I feel like it's been a while since I've done it. I've just been dropping a lot of knowledge over the course of the last few episodes. So I want to give you guys a a fresh treat. Very fresh. Right off the press. Literally had this interview today during a radio show called the Nikki Clark Radio Show. Had a lot of fun getting to know Nikki. We had a great conversation and I've been invited to participate in her upcoming episode of the Nikki Clark Show, which will be coming up soon. But today, I just want to share the radio segment and I hope you enjoyed the material. A lot of great conversations around personal development, a lot of fun chats about understanding how to communicate with millennials and gratitude and all the things that I really talk about throughout this podcast series really summarized over the course of these few minutes during the radio show interview. I'm not even going to bother coming back and summarizing it. I think the episode and the segment does a pretty good job itself. So I hope you enjoy the segment and have an amazing weekend. I'll speak with you again on the episode on Monday. Enjoy. I was really never great at anything aside from making coffee. That was my one skill in life. I was working for a local Tim Horns for many years. And uh, without any marketing background, I thought it was one of the hardest things for me to do in order to make that transition from someone who is just really good at customer service to becoming someone that can execute marketing plans. So I had a bit of a transition when I realized during college that this was my passion. This is what I wanted to do. I took a lot of necessary steps along the way to get very good at marketing. I did a lot of proactive learning and spent a lot of time with mentors that has really allowed me to establish my my role with Candy Box Marketing. Um, but what my real passion is more than anything else is a very difficult time in my life. When I was at University of Toronto, I had a lot of challenges going on in my life and I wasn't doing very well in school and I ended up getting put on academic probation. I was also put into $30,000 in debt and told by the school that I was no longer welcome there because I wasn't delivering and it was a very difficult time in my life. And, you know, being an introvert, one of the things that I would always tell myself was I wish someone would just lend me a helping hand. You know, it was very difficult Mm -hmm. for me to ask for help. It was definitely something that I really needed. And I never really got that helping helping hand. So I had to do a lot of things to just get myself back up on my feet. So I got very passionate about this initiative that I call Project Reinvention, where I wanted to be the helping hand for other individuals. Based on everything that I learned through life experiences and proactive training, I decided to pay that forward and give back uh, to young individuals and students, and more specifically, the millennial generation, uh, just to help them grow. So I wrote this book, sharing my journey, showing them step-by-step and how I did it. And then I find myself frequently speaking at events now, uh, just sharing the message verbally and being able to shake their hands and have a Q&A session with them. Well, that's amazing. And, you know, it, um, it takes a lot of courage to get to that place yeah. of vulnerability. Uh, but I also think there's strength in vulnerability because you're able to liberate yourself through the, the narration, right? And that's what you did in the book. And, and with this release, uh, it, it gets out a lot of emotions that, you know, maybe you've internalized over the year. 
and uh, and you have to help people who are in similar situations, but they didn't know where to turn to. So it's it's an amazing delivery of of change uh, that you Absolutely. did in your book. Um, now, m- millennials are a different group of individuals. They have their own set of needs. They have their own, I believe, way of communicating. Um, what are some of the the things that they're looking for? What are what from your discussion with them are they needing um, socially and uh, emotionally to to make things work for them? Yeah, absolutely. I think millennials are in a very interesting position right now where they have it easier than anyone else in the world to find good information quickly, right? Anytime they have a question, they can pull out their phone and through a quick search, they can find the answers that they're looking for or get opinions from other people using social media. So I think one of the most important things is just to have empathy in the way that you communicate your messages with them. Uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, back in the days, we would almost encourage everyone to go to the library or look up an encyclopedia to get the information (laughs) that they're looking for. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm a millennial, and even I was one of them going to school. So to me, to me, I remember that. Now I understand that it's very important to not have those expectations. Rather, how can we communicate that through um, different social media platforms and using digital marketing to do so? One of my biggest advantages, and this is something I share quite often with authors that I'm really trying to help, is that I was a marketer first and then author second. And what that allowed me to do is when I was putting together this book, I thought ahead as what I would want to do from a marketing perspective to not only creating an, an appealing story that makes sense and sits and resonates well with the audience, but at the same time making it easy for them to get access to it and find that information while they're doing their search. So it's been very interesting to use modern technology and really be able to sympathize with them. Um, I've been in many situations where I have spoken at events and my biggest rule of thumb is no matter how long it takes, I need to stick around after I speak to actually give these, um, the, the members in the audience an opportunity to line up and ask me questions because it's always the case where they have a burning desire or a burning question that they want to ask that they're afraid to do it in a public setting. So I make it a bit more of a private atmosphere. And I remember my very first one, Nikki. When I first started Project Reinvention, I spoke at an event. Um, it was two students that were about to go to college that just finished high school. And when I finished delivering my presentation, the very first person that ever lined up to talk to me had tears running down her face and she was crying. And she said something that forever stayed with me and really made me realize I was on the right path here. She said, I wish I met you three years ago because this is something I really would have needed to hear. And it made me realize at that moment that there is a lot of people like me that are sitting in the audience, although they're silent, they're definitely yes. hoping for these kind of messages and this assistance to help them along the way. Wow. And how does that feel, you know, like your, your um, contribution to transformation? How has it transformed you? Um, I mean, it's a very emotional journey. I mean, I've gone through so many different phases, be it education, financial, um, you know, my dad had a heart attack and it was a very difficult time for me. I went through a breakup of a, very long relationship um, with a girl that I was engaged with. So there's a lot of different phases in my life that um, broke me down into a million pieces, but it was very interesting for me to figure out how to put myself together and actually become more motivated than ever. And my biggest thing that I've always talked about over the last seven years has always come down to the conversation of your burning desire, right? Like knowing why you're getting up in the morning, why you're motivated to do all the things that you want to do. And to me, it has always come down to my parents. Uh, You know, I've come to Canada from 
Um, we migrated over from Saudi Arabia. And I remember when I was like five years old, uh, there was a war happening right across of our, outside our building. And my dad would come over and he would put a gas mask around me and he would put a plastic sheet over our head. And we would mm-hmm. hide underneath it while the alarm was going off just in case there was some, uh, you know, debris or something breaks out. And then the next morning we would wake up and beside us, the building next door is knocked over. Like it was a scary thing thinking we may not make it out of the next day. So the fact that they were able to escape all that and bring us here and give me the opportunity to reinvent myself and start over, that has been my burning passion. And it's always been thinking about how can I let them down when they've done all that for me. So that has been mine. And I spend a lot of time trying to help others figure out there so they could reinvent themselves if they need to. Wow. Um, and what you just described is so traumatic. And, it really is. You know, how, how, have you, how have you been able to cope through that? And, and I imagine, you know, writing is, is one part of the therapy. But uh, what other means do you have to, to get through some of the flashbacks of the past? Uh, I, I mean, gratitude is a really big part of it being more Mm -hmm. grateful of the fact that I've been able to get out of it rather than worrying about um, what I felt like when I was in it has been such a powerful move for me. Um, Gratitude is a big part of a lot of the things that I do wherever something good happens to me. You know, when I released the book Project Reinvention, it's done extremely well and it sold amazingly. And even the launch night had sold out seats. And it was amazing for me to be just grateful about all the people that came out to listen to my story um, I remember being in that audience, uh, and I was when it, before I got up to speak, I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't once ask anyone to buy the book. I would simply go up there, share my message, share my story, and if they chose to come up and meet me after when I'm at the book signing table, even if they didn't have a book in their hand and they just came up to shake my hand, I would give them just as much attention as I give someone who did buy books. Um, so to me, gratitude is a big part of it, just being grateful for people that are there to help you every step of the way. Absolutely. Wow. Um, amazing. Amazing. I'm just uh, so um, blown away with, you know, how you've been able to um, take all of this, uh, you know, experience and, and the sensibility that you have uh, to, to make this such, um, such a rich experience for so, so many people. So I just want to thank you for that. And I look forward to, you know, meeting you face-to-face, uh, the Nikki Clark stage coming up uh, very shortly and um, just for someone who's listening right now who needs a little bit of encouragement what wise word wide words would you tell them about hanging on um, you know because we always have those moments where we're we're paralyzed with self-doubt or we're just going through a shift in our lives but we just need a kind word to get get us through what would you say yeah that's a very good question my biggest encouragement I think I said this in my first ever event seven years ago, and I still say today, is that no matter where you are, no matter what's going through your life, if you're not absolutely happy with every single part of your life right now, it's not your fault. Like, it really isn't. Like, there might have been people in your life that have misguided you. You might have got the wrong information. Things might have just not panned out in your way. It's really not your fault but it is absolutely your responsibility to do something about it. And the whole concept about reinvention is to really focus on how to get to the area of happiness. So wherever you are in your life, if there is something that isn't working out in your way, I encourage you and I promise you that there is solutions out there that will allow you to get out of it. And I'm just one of many other individuals out there that have been sharing different things that we've done in our life. Please do learn from other people's experience. There's just so much value you can gain from it. Fantastic. 
Well, I just want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And, and I know the listeners want to know, how can they connect with you on social media? Sure. Um, I'm definitely an Instagram addict. <laughs> Instagram is probably my <laughs> digital caffeinated beverage that I'm definitely mm-hmm. hooked on. Um, please do connect with me on Instagram. My username is Mafuzi. That's M-A-H-S-U-Z-C. And I'd love to chat with you there.